Welcome to Plain Talk. Plain Talk has over 100 podcasts containing up-to-date information about aviation technologies and pilot experiences for general and business aviation. From home to cockpit to boardroom to personal tech, Plain Talk provides informative information for pilots, industry insiders, and aviation enthusiasts alike. My name is Phil Lightstone. I'm a general aviation pilot with over 2,100 hours in my logbook, flying almost every week with over 30 years experience in the technology and aviation industries. Hi, I'd like to welcome to the Plane Talk cockpit some really cool entrepreneurs um, extraordinaire, Matt Hutton and Lisa Hutton of Airspace Auctions. Welcome to Plane Talk, folks. Thank you, and thanks for having us. We're super excited to talk with you. Yes, so we're very excited. So, same last name, any relations? I met him last week. No. Um, <laughs> we've been married for how long? Don't answer that years. question, Matt. It's a trick question. <laughs> it's been a really long time. We've been together for close to 30 years and married for, I think, 25 plus. Wow. Yeah, well over half of our lives. Yes. Completely amazing. Uh, we met uh, at uh, AirVenture 2023 and just delighted to hear that just in June of this year, you folks started a, a, new, uh, a new business called Airspace Auctions. Yes. Um, we, saw, we saw a hole in a space in the market. Um, we feel like oftentimes with airworthy aircraft that have great records, these transactions can get overly complicated. And we saw a way to simplify it. We love auctions. We both have experienced and been around auctions our whole life. And felt like it was time to bring um, kind of a, a bring a trailer format to the aviation world. As you, uh, I think you alluded to, you've got uh, history in uh, auctioneering, both from a construction equipment perspective and, uh, and cattle. That is correct. Uh, you know, we've been around auctions our entire life. Cattle is always conducted with auctions and also heavy equipment business as well. Uh, so we're very familiar with the process. And for anyone looking to buy or sell an air, aircraft or rotorcraft, this is a completely different way to do it rather than using a traditional broker or uh, online website. Yeah, so what our process looks like is um, when we take on a listing, we accumulate a great deal of data, including videos and photographs documenting every detail of the aircraft. And we also scan in all of the logbooks and all the rest of the paperwork surrounding um, the aircraft. So when a potential bidder sees an advertisement or a listing, some sort of information comes to our website, however they come to us, and, and we we take an omni-channel approach so people find us in many different ways. They will have access to all of the information that they need to perform their pre-buy investigations. It's fully digitized, fully accessible. You don't need to be a registered bidder to get access to this information. We almost treat each aircraft as kind of an individual superstar. 
Um, cause we not only document the aircraft, I also build, um, research and build some media surrounding each aircraft. So the potential bidders can really understand it. And the ongoing, uh, effect of that is we are looking to build a platform that has a community surrounding it and has a history surrounding it. So over long term, the goal is to have an engaged community where individuals say, oh, I know about this aircraft. You know, when someone says, you know, what are the ADs surrounding this aircraft or, you know, whatever, whatever the details are, um, as, as we all, when we're researching aircraft, need to do is dig into those details so that the community can chime in and help out. And, and uh, we can have a great deal of information that anyone can go and geek out on any one of these airplanes and learn about it. And bring all that data, right? It allows the consumer to have full disclosure on the airplane. We don't just point out the good. We also point out the bad. If there's any damages to the aircraft, it's fully listed out there. And whenever possible, we try to have photos of any damage also that has occurred in the past. And then is there an opportunity for a prospective bidder to actually go look at the aircraft or, or do a pre-purchase inspection? Yeah, so during the uh, publication period, which will last 30 to 60 days, the airplanes are available at their home airport by appointment for a visual inspection. So the uh, potential buyer will come there and inspect the airplane. They can bring their mechanic as well if they like, pull the panels off. And they can take a good look at the airplane and make sure that they're making an educated quality purchase. Absolutely. And talking about geeking out on your website, I'm looking at the super cool 2004 T-51 Mustang November 151 Tango Alpha. What a cool ride. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Sure as You can have own a little piece of history without spending two million bucks yeah, the Titan Mustang is a pretty incredible aircraft. Of all the experimental Mustangs out there, I think it's the most uh, user-friendly and easily attainable one out there. And uh, this particular example looks like a real P-51 Mustang in all of its detail and glory. Yeah, and it has a, a historically appropriate, the, the current owners um, had it painted and, and have an, a historically appropriate or accurate or Louis IV uh, uh, paint scheme. What made you decide to get into the heady business of aircraft auctioneers? Well, you know, we were long-term in the construction and farming industry, and uh, we sold out of those companies back in 19 and have been looking for a long time for something new to do that we really enjoyed. And with our knowledge of auction services and our knowledge of aviation, we thought this would be a good marriage and a great business concept coming forward. You know, with that said, Matt, I, I think you mentioned you're a licensed pilot. I am a pilot, yep. I have about 1,500 hours, well, lots of time flying back and forth across the country and TTXs. Also have a good bit of tailwheel time, done a lot of bush flying over the years, and uh, I, I love airplanes. I've been around them my entire life. I grew up in an ag aviation family. Wow. And... Lisa, I take it that you're a marketeer extraordinaire? Yeah, my background is in marketing and communications. Um, in, our, in our construction companies, I served in those roles, both, both in marketing and communications, making sure that communications were, 
functions smoothly between di- between divisions, um, between clients and, and, and our company and vendors in our company. And then when we kind of transitioned out of the construction business, I retained a few marketing clients. But then when we hatched this idea, I started putting full focus into into developing this. And, you know, this this uh, this digital marketing background really helped me ensure that I can reach all possible interested um, and qualified bidders. You know, we all know that the world has become so much smaller with all of our digital assets and all of our digital abilities. But I, I make sure that in our marketing plan that I provide plenty of space for good old-fashioned customer service. We um, have a consistent customer-centric policy of making sure that we are available to answer any specific questions regarding the aircraft or our auction processes. So we try and create a marriage between all of these digital capabilities and employing AI and automation, but never at the sacrifice of good old-fashioned customer service. And you sit in between or the crossroads between buyers and sellers. Is it fair to say that both buyers and sellers are your customers? Yeah, of course. Those are our relationships. Those are our our bread and butter on both sides. And I I suppose the big challenge with selling aircraft is the information's only as good as provided by the, uh, the vendor of the aircraft to the intermediary. Yeah, so that's a great thing to talk about and something that's really important to us. Part of our vetting process when we decide, you know, when someone says, hey, I'd like you to help help me sell my airplane, part of our vetting process does include making sure that first it's an airworthy aircraft. Another part of it is that we make sure that they have, that the owner has kept good records and has kept up with the maintenance in the standard form. Um, not in a reactionary form, but we want to see a lot of really proactive maintenance. Some of these older aircraft, you know, uh, from decades ago, they may not have proactive maintenance in in years past. But if we see the last couple decades or last decade of proactive maintenance, we consider that a viable aircraft. We also, of course, want to see that the the aircraft is marketable, that there's a, an interest in the market for the individual aircraft type. And we also make sure, this is really important, we make sure that the seller is really ready to sell, that they're willing to put the reserve, all of our options are reserved, that they're willing to put the reserve at a price that we're assured it's going to be to sell. We don't want to just kind of run the exercise of, of marketing an aircraft. Yeah, I want to point this out too. We have to believe in the auction. Uh, with our service at this point in time, we we don't charge unless the airplane sells. So we have to have a reserve price set that we think is at the current market value of a sellable aircraft or, or we don't take the auction on. I see that, for example, mm-hmm. on the Titan Mustang, I mean, you have complete full disclosure not in ter- not only in terms of hours, build quality, so on and so forth, but a uh, required deposit of five thousand dollars and a buyer's premium of six uh, percent. Yeah, we try and make sure that all of the information that a potent- that a bidder could possibly need that they can really build a clear picture in advance of placing any bid. You know, when we don't mind giving individual attention and talking to every customer out there, but if the customer never wants to speak to us, there's enough information on the website to do the full vetting process on their own. 
And is it also fair to say that uh, obviously you, you folks have to have an income stream from the uh, from the auction? Is there also a seller's fee to get on the site? There is a seller and a buyer's fee, and that is uh, completely customary in the auction business. That's how auctions work: is uh, with a buyer and a seller's fee. And they do not always hear each other, and uh, some of these things are, are deal-specific. Of course. And then, as you said, the fees are only paid if the auction is successful, e.g. there's bids that exceed the reserve bid. Yes. Yes. Which uh, makes a lot, of, a lot of sense, especially as we move into a, a digital online uh, world facilitating aircraft transactions. I, I guess one of the benefits of a digital online world is being able to attract international buyers and sellers. And I do recognize that we've only started since June, a very short period under, uh, under the bridge, if you will. But would yeah. you as at be adding a value-add service to facilitate import-export after the close of a transaction? Yes, without a doubt. We have auctions know no borders, and uh, we are able to uh, do transactions both on the listing and selling side anywhere in the world on our services. And it sounds like uh, a full-service organization that then helps the, the new buyer and, of course, the, the um, seller of the aircraft with that pesky paperwork with the FAA or EASA or Transport Canada. Yeah, so we, when the auction completes, we use AIC title for the actual transaction and all the FAA paperwork. You know, this is, this is just a, a free plug for them because they're so great. They, uh, they really have their game down. They're thorough and they are priced fairly for their services. And we rely on them heavily to ensure that our transactions are secure and all of the necessary information is properly transferred and, and uh, accurate. And then I take it they're taking the, uh, the monies into escrow to facilitate the, the, the proper flow of funds at the proper closing. That, that is correct. Yeah. Exactly. So no, no one has to be concerned per se about uh, you flying off with the uh, funds from an auction, excuse the pun. That, that is correct. We felt that, you know, using a third-party escrow service adds a whole other level of security to the transaction. So uh, that's, that's why we're doing this and uh, makes it a lot smoother buying process. We have another level of accountability that since we're talking about security and accountability that I want to be sure to mention is that we do have a licensed auctioneer on staff overseeing our auctions to make sure not all states have auction law but the ones that do we make sure that we adhere to them we made we've made sure that in in our setup that we have attended to all of the factors to ensure that we function with a great deal of integrity setting us up for success so that's kind of an interesting interesting comment it never occurred to me that there was actually laws pertaining to to auctions uh, are these state laws or federal laws? They're all state-mandated laws. Auction is on the state. Auction laws on the state level, not the federal level. So, which state would we be talking about? the The website, your location, the seller seller's location, the buyer's location. 
auction law is always dictated by the location of the goods being sold. In the example of the Titan T-51 Mustang, that would be a Georgia state law. And we hold a Georgia state auction license. So you're going to be uh, focusing on a lot of uh, paperwork as uh, your site expands and you start hitting every, uh, every state in the United States. That is correct. Now, I want to clarify, you know, you do not have to have an auction license in every state. Most states actually do not require an auction license in order to perform online auctions. However, being a licensed auctioneer gives you another level of credibility that you would not have outside of that. So do you see as the site and the service matures that you might morph into a live auction similar to the automotive side, like our friends at Barrett-Jackson? You know, no, we want to be focused on flyable aircraft. You know, there's a, a, a lot of other entities out there that do auctions for automobiles or RVs or cattle or heavy equipment. We want to specialize in aircraft. Uh, no one has done this to the extent that we're doing it right now, and we want to specialize. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is an online auction similar to eBay in that people place bids. There's a, a reserve and a, an end date and time. And whoever has the highest bid at the, uh, at the end of the time period wins. So I'm curious whether you'll morph that into using technology, a live auction, so that the auction occurs live with a licensed auctioneer, you know, auctioning the, uh, the aircraft uh, in real time as, a, as opposed to, you know, folks sitting behind their computer. Our model is built around having an online environment. We aren't averse to having in-person auctions, but our model is focused on online to bring that experience into people's homes so they don't have to actually go to a place to, ha to participate in the auction. There may be some opportunities as we go grow and time passes for special events like at air shows to have a live auction, in which case we may do something like that. But for now, we really see the potential, an immense potential in nurturing and having this online so people can complete their transactions in, in a way that uh, do their research every step of the way and complete their transactions in a way that's most convenient for them, that they don't have to travel to a place and go through all of that. So yeah, that's, that's really our goal, but it doesn't mean that we're averse to the in-person model. And I'll also say this is a live auction as it's structured now, live online. You can see everything in real time on your computer screen if you're a registered builder, bidder as it unfolds. The only thing you can't see is the other bidders. Yes, that is correct. And it had just occurred to me, face-to-face -face technologies like Zoom allows uh, borders to be removed, time zones to be removed, travel to be removed, and creates the next element uh, of an auction that environment that might you know, help push up prices or down, push down prices depending on, on uh, the, uh, the, the caliber of the, uh, the cameras. It's a bad joke. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned Zoom because when we started, uh, you know, bringing this plan together, we had talked about the possibility of having some sort of live feed during our auctions. 
So that's not something that we have in place right now, but it's definitely something that we've toyed with. And I'm kind of fond of the idea of being able to see each other's faces and kind of further push along that community idea. You mentioned earlier in the conversation um, artificial intelligence. How are you using AI? Yeah, so it's really interesting. AI has has quickly become deep. I mean, since since when did Chat GPT release? I guess it was October, November of twenty two. So it has quickly become steeped into every element of our life, whether we're aware of it or not. And in my in my um, customer resource management software, the the software engineers that build the background to it. So I have I have a framework that I purchase and then I customize it to make it appropriate for my specific needs to best service options, listers and bidders. But they have steeped AI into that and that helps me use machine learning to understand my clients' behaviors and helps me segment my audiences to make sure that I'm sending the right messaging to the right people. Looks like you right now have about ten aircraft on the on the site. Yep, and you'll see more populating over the next couple of weeks. And uh, this year we plan on doing at least fifty-two auctions, and it could be double that for year one. Wow! As we uh, discussed earlier, the Titan fifty-one Mustang with uh, bidding starting at a reasonable forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah as well as some uh, American champs and some Cessnas and Bonanzas, quite the broad brush of aircraft. And I want to point out one other important factor, Phil, that we haven't touched on. We're broker-friendly. You know, you take, for instance, bring a trailer, a tremendous amount of its volume these days are, are automobile dealers. And we're trying to bring the aircraft brokers into our fold also. With our flexibility, with our fee structure, we're able to bring brokers in. They can get their full margin still, and they can list our, their airplanes on our platform. So it's just another, another way that they can sell their airplane outside a controller or trade a plane. Now, another thing that's really important about this is the condensed time frame. You know, a typical brokerage agreement last six to 12 months and you know it's really long time periods to get things done with an auction model we can get your deal done in 90 days or less from the time the contract signed for the initial listing the publication period all the way to the deal being closed and funded uh it's a, a much accelerated time frame which is one of the huge benefits of the auction structure wow totally absolutely amazing and I, I want to thank you for being part of the Plain Talk podcast. Any final thoughts for the audience? We appreciate you having us today here, so Yeah, we're, we're super excited to get this project rolling and bring ease and transparency to more aircraft transactions. That's really our ultimate goal is to make it easier for people to get the plane in their hangar that just thrills them. Well, and it would be remiss for me not to say you can find Lisa and Matt at www.airspaceauctions.com. Yes. Thank you so much, Phil. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Plane Talk. 
If you have any ideas for a future Plain Talk episode, please go to the Contact Us page at plaintalk.ca and send in your idea. Don't forget to like us at plaintalk.ca, our Facebook and LinkedIn pages, and this podcast. And never stop living the dream.